going to be learning Lekutzi Sichas, Chela Tezayin, the first Sicha of Parshas Vayakel. Uh, it's going to be a Rashi Sicha, a very fascinating Rashi Sicha. And uh, let's get started. Sifalaf, ala pasuk v'nesim hevius avnei shem gamer. And this week's Parsha tells us how the Bnei Yisrael brought all the different items mentioned. Uh, the gold, the silver, the copper, all the different types of garments, the wools. Um, and at the end of this description of everything they brought, the Pasuk finishes that the Nesim brought the Avnei Shoyaham and a few other items. So Purish Rashi, so Rashi explains, the Nesim Hiviu. So Omar, Rabbi Nassim, so Rabbi Nassim says, so Ramnas asked the Shaila, he says, what was the reasoning? What did the Nasim see? What was the reasoning that by the Chanukah Samizbeach, which is in Parshas Nasi, um, when the Mizbeach was being um, inaugurated, they brought their Kabbanas first, as we know that the first 12 days of the month of Nisan, each day another Nasi brought his Korban. So there, they brought that Chanukah Mizbeach before all the other Yidin would bring their Karbanas, Sai the Karbanas that they themselves would have brought for the Chanukah, and of course, later on. But by Lechsa Mishkan, they did not do it first, because as, as we see from this Pasuk, this is the last of the Pesukim mentioned. After everything else is already enumerated, what the Bnei Yisrael brings, only then does it tell us what the Nisim brought. So why was, were they last? Alakach Amru Nisim. The Nisim had this type of thought. They said, let the Tzibur donate whatever they're going to donate. And whatever they are lacking, we will complete it. Since the, once the Tzibur finished everything, they brought everything completely. There was nothing left. The Malacha was enough. And as Rashi tells us over there, there was enough in the sense that Moshe said, we, we have already too much. Don't bring any more. So Amr Nesim Ma'aleinu Lasas. What are we supposed to do? There's nothing left for us to bring. So what did they do? Havius Avnei Shoyim Vegomer. They brought the Avnei Shoyim Vegomer and the other things mentioned in our pasuk, um, the, the, the stones for the Choshen and also the 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 Shemin Hamishcha, etc. The Kachis Nadim Bechunukas Mizbeach Tchila. Therefore, over here in this situation, by the Chunukas Mizbeach, they brought the Kabbanas first. And because they were lazy at the beginning, therefore there's a letter missing in their name. Like you see in our Pasik, Nesim usually has a Yud in it, but the Yud is removed because they were, that showed that that removal of the Yud expresses the idea of laziness, as the Rebbe will explain later in the Sicha. He says, he says, this is how unfortunately Rashi, what was, what was Rashi coming to explain? Rashi is coming to explain why the Nesim are mentioned last. Uh, when all the Nandavis of the Mishkan are mentioned, it says all oh, what the men brought, what the women brought. Only at the end, they mentioned the Nesim. The Nesim Pashas are the most Hashibi. First should have mentioned what the Nesim bring. Then only afterwards what everybody else brings. Why they mentioned last. Um, <clears throat> it's because they actually brought their Nadava last. The Ein Laimar, Shnadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
And Avnim Luyim Shemlum Arb Semna Shemham Mishchav Lakteris Asamim Pratin the Davis Ham Nisim Nemla Achre Tzibur Al Sharna Davis Pesoyif Yigimel Dvarim. And don't say, I right? meaning meaning is, don't give another answer for Rashi's Shaila. Rashi's question is why are the Nisim mentioned last? So you're going to say, I'll tell you why they're mentioned last because they brought the last items mentioned in the command of Hashem. As we see in Parsha's Truma and also in our Parsha mentions those 13 items. What were the last, the first things is the gold, the silver, the copper, all the different types of uh, woolen garments, woolen materials. And only after all those things are mentioned, the last things which are mentioned in the Pasik are the Avni Shoyam, the Avni Meluyim, the Shem Lamar, Sam Lashem Mishka, the Ktairus Asamim. So for since the command for those items are mentioned last, therefore when our Parsha is saying when the Bnei Yisrael gave it, it also mentions in that same order. They first gave the gold and the silver, the copper. Then they gave all the different garments. And then the Nasim came and brought the Abna Shayim. He says, you can't give that answer um, for two reasons. And the Rebbe mentions in Ha'ara 9, another very basic one is because that logic is not even true. Because if you actually read the Psukim, Shem and Lama of Luka'ar 9, Ba'oid Betzibiyah Kadosh Baruch Hu Lamaisha, Betzibiyah Moshe Leisrael, Nam Rashem and Lama'ar, Besam and Lashem and Mishcha, Lefnei Avnei Shem and Lama'ar. He says, because if you look at the command that Hashem gave to Moshe, both in Parshish Truma and in Parshish, when Moshe gave it to the Yidin in Vayakel, Shem and Lama'ar, Besam and Lashem and Mishcha is actually mentioned first. So it says the Nasim gave the Avnei Shoyaham, the Avnei Meluyim, and the Shem and Lama'ar, Besam and Lashem and Mishcha. So it seems like they gave the Avnei Shem first. But in the command, it actually mentioned, if we're going according to the order of the command, Hashem actually commanded that the Shem and the Ma'ar should be given, uh, at least it was mentioned first in the list. If we're going by the list where Hashem said it, then also in our parsha it should have used that same list. Also, the Rebbe doesn't mention this, but if you look at the list in our parsha, the, the silver and the copper is not mentioned after the gold. It says they gave the gold, and then it says they gave the different uh, garments, sorry, the different materials of wood, Wool. Then only afterwards does it say they gave the uh, silver and the copper. So Bechal, that whole explanation would, would not work. That, that's, the Rebbe says hour nine, and then there's another two issues that the Rebbe brings them to name. Go back. Shim came Aleph. Haya Pasuk, Benasim Haviu, Tzarech Lovam Yal, Achrei Pasuk, Kol Merim Trumas Haviu. V'loy la'achar Pesuki, V'chol Isha Chachmas Leiv, V'yadea Tavu Chulu, V'chol Nanashim Shanas Libam Gaimer, Sh'einim Oiskim Oid B'prati Nadama Shalem HaYetzivoy. He says, Another reason why it's not just going after the list of the 13 things mentioned, and therefore the Nassim are mentioned last because they're brought the last items on the list, is because they would have been mentioned at the end of the Nadavis, meaning all the Yidin brought the Nadavis, and then it should have said the Nassim brought the Nadavis, but really what happens is it says all the Yidin brought all the different materials, and then it has a Pasuk in between. It says, and the woman, the, the wise woman's, they did all of their the woman that um, uh, their hearts raised them did, did the weaving of the materials. So why is that inter- why is that like a hepsic between what the Yidin brought and then the Nassim brought? You bring this idea of what the woman did. It wasn't just what they brought, but also how they brought it. Right? How they brought it and, and what how they made it. Um, so therefore it would have been right afterwards if it was just going in the order. It wouldn't have mentioned how they uh, made these types of materials. And and second of all is why did the pasuk anyways 
uh, take the, the, the like um, like mention the havois and the This what the nesim brought. He should have just said that it says in the pasuk everybody brought and should have just mentioned all the things that everybody brought. Why are the nesim getting a like like a, a special call out? So usually when you get a call out, it's, it's for one of two reasons: either it's the malusa, it's for a maila that you did something really good, or it's because it's bad. So if it was for a maila, then they should have been the first ones mentioned. Like oh, they did such an amazing thing. They brought the avne shayam, the avne these amazing special stones. Then they would have been mentioned first, but they're not. They're mentioned last. So they're getting a special call-out at the end of everybody else, right? So if you're mentioning a special call-out after everything else mentioned out, then it seems like they did something wrong. So that's what's bothering Rashi. What, what did they do wrong? Why are they being mentioned last? So Zagufa is what they did wrong. This that they brought at last, meaning they waited for all the Eden to bring everything else, and only that's what was uh, remaining, that's what they brought. Therefore, this is what Pas is coming to stress, that the Tzim uh, donated and brought their Nadavas at the end. So that's, that's Pashab Shad and Rashi. So the Shaila is, and this is what's bothering Rashi, so if this is Mukhra Chalpi Shamikra, that the Nasim brought their things last, How's Ichyatak and how could that be? Then the Nisi Yisrael, they're the ones that are going to bring that after everybody else. Therefore, Rashi explains that they have this thought process that let the Tzibur bring whatever they're going to bring and whatever they're going to lack will bring. Meaning, it was an Indian of laziness. Meaning, it's Taka, they should have came and just started bringing things uh, and not wait. For everybody else to see what they bring, and only that which is missing will bring. They should have done, they should have brought right away, and they could have also done that. Bring you know, being mashlam at the end, bring whatever you're able to give, and then at the end you see still see things are missing. Bring those too. Like why, why are you waiting? Uh, base. We need to understand this very very lengthy Rashi. A lot of questions on it. Aleph bekushi ma the first question is the question why is it relevant what they did by the or why by the they brought it first while over here they brought it last why they did it there first is not really relevant to right now the question is, why are they bringing it last? That's what's bothering us. He says, what's bothering Rashi? We see it's clear from the Pesukim, as we explained in the previous sit, that the Nisim brought it last. So it's Rashi asking, and that they brought it last. That's all he should have asked. Should have bring from Nassim. Why did the Nisim bring it last? Because they had this justification. Why is it relevant, this, that they brought it first, by the Chanukah Mizmizbech? When we get to the Chanukah Mizmizbech and Parshish Nosai, there Rashi should uh, ask, uh, or explain why over there they brought it first, what changed in their uh, thinking. And in Taka, that's what Rashi does do. Rashi actually, in Pashas Dasa, brings this from Nasan again. So, why is it bringing over here the Chinook of Simizbeach, which isn't relevant to the question? Again, because the only thing that's really bothering Rashi is why did they bring it last? So just ask that. Why did they bring it last? Because they were lazy. Question is, in, in the answer Rashi brings, it means this lengthy answer that they had this justification that let the tzibur bring whatever they want, they were going to be mashlamit. Rashi should just give in it in very short, 
that they were lazy. Like, why does it matter what the justification was? It's because we're going to let them bring and then we'll bring whatever's missing. Just say that they were lazy because they brought it last. They had, like, what's the difference what the justification of what they, why they did something wrong? Like, it matters that they had this justification that they're going to let the B'nai Yisrael bring it. Uh, like, it, it was the wrong thing to do because they should have brought it, they should have had Zerizos, they should have brought it right away, regardless of what the B'nai Yisrael are going to do. Let the B'nai Yisrael do whatever they're going to do, and we're also going to do the right thing and bring it right away. Um, why was it relevant, their justification, that they are saying that we want, that the Yidin are going to bring, and then we're going to be mashlam what they're bringing? Why is that relevant? The main point is that they, there was an union of laziness over there. And Gimel, Be'etzman, Inyan, Eichi, Tachan, Leymar, Shekola, Tam, Shehiti, Kassan, Nadavis, and Nesim, and Aklal, Monolach, Kola, Nadavis, Va'ach, Lach, Tviyas, Anashim, Hugdei, Le'adei, Enish, Nislatu, Be'etzman, How is it possible to say that the entire reason that the Pasuk is, calls out, you know, is, is specifies the Nadav of the Mishkan, and, and it counts them that the last, after all the other Nadavis, even after the woman, it talks about how the woman did the weaving. And why is it mentioned? Why, why do they get a special call out? It's not to give them a thank you and telling you how good they did. It's basically to say that they were lazy. Hare, I feel because the Tatar doesn't even speak about uh, it derogatorily of behemoth to me, as we know when it's not necessary. The Tatar will call out behemoth which is not Tar. It doesn't call out behemoth to me, it says a behemoth which is not Tar. So, why in our Parsha would the Pasik specifically call out the Nasim just to let us know that they were lazy? What's you know, there has to be some type of lesson over there. Just to tell us that they were lazy, we know laziness is a bad thing. We know many places in the Torah that Zerizos and being the first one to do a mitzvah is always a very good thing. So just letting us know that they didn't do it doesn't teach us anything. It's just derogatory saying, yeah, these guys weren't the best in the scene. But, but what's the lesson in there? So there must be something which we're learning over here uh, from this. There's also a few diukim in, in Rashi. Meaning the first ones were questions in the etzim idea, like what's Rashi asking, what's his explanation, um, and all that. But now we're going to have diukim on the works. First of all, how is you steer minayube? Belash and Rashi, kevin shlimu tzibur tzibur, as it's a call, shanamra v'malacha hisadayim, borrow shatzibur hevi kol anisaf l'achasim lishkan. Vech oila hadavr b'knai achadim chasreinu b'peil sh'avnei shayim v'avnei v'luim l'eifu l'choyishin ha'boyisem ha'ashem l'ma'ar v'lashanam nishlut tersasana. He says it's a steer in Rashi Minei Ube. In the words of Rashi itself, he's contradicting himself. In the beginning of Rashi says, uh, sorry, in the explanation of Rashi says, once the Tzibur brought everything, as it says in the Apostle from Allah, so it's clear that the Tzibur did everything that they're supposed to. They brought the Malach HaSamishka. So how does that fit together with what they're saying that the Tzibur said, what should we do? And then they bring the Abde Shoyam, the Abde Meluyam, and all these other Nyanim. That seems like a very important part of the list. There was 13 or 15 items in the list, as we see in Parshish Truma and Bayakel. These things are part of that list. The Eden didn't bring it. So for A, how can you say that they finished it all? They didn't. They didn't bring these Anyanim. Only the Nasim brought it. So why the Nasim feeling bad? They were able to bring very important Anyanim. And, and it seems like, it seems, seems sorry, that's actually another question. The question over here is it seems like it's a steer. <laughs> The second question is, since they were hishlimu and they gave such, they had such a great nadiva, such they were so uh, 
they have so many donations. Like the Pasik says that they brought a lot and they have to tell them it's enough. The Hoysa, they brought extra. Why didn't they bring those in Yamim? So first of all, it's a steer if they brought everything. They didn't bring everything. They missed these in Yamim. Second question is, if they talk we're missing these in Yamim, why does the Pasik say that they brought it all and they gave so much that they had to tell them to stop? Why don't they bring those in Yanim too? Tell them, oh, by the way, bring this and this and this, this. And they would have brought it. And the next question is why were the Nasim so pained? And they said, what should we do? Um, and then because of that, they brought by the Chanukah they brought those Kabanas first. The Maisa, they brought many essential items that were needed for the Mishkan and the Big Dekuna. They needed those stones, they needed Dik Tyrus and all those other Yanim. Dalit, Mama Sifa Rikhus Lashin Rashi, Yisnadu Tsiber Mashim Snadvin. The Chaya Doyo La Rashi Shimur, Om Nisimashim Chasis Shalmashimaso. We also don't, it's in, what's the Rikhus Lashin? Rashi is Sulchaira being redundant, meaning as he could have mentioned a few words and we would have understood what he was trying to say. What does he say? He says, let the, the Nassim had this machshava. Let the Tzibur donate what they want to donate. And the Nassim said, what the, the Yidin are going to be lacking will be mashing. All they needed to stay was, the Nassim had this machshava, that whatever the Yidin will lack, we will bring it. That was their thought process. Let the Yidin bring whatever. Why does it say, let the Yidin bring whatever they'll bring? And then whatever they're lacking, we'll bring. It should have just said, uh, want, you know, ask the question. And then the answer is, because they said, that we're just going to bring whatever the Yidin are missing. And we would have understood that obviously the Yidin brought whatever they, you know, brought. Why is it important to stress that they, they're saying that let the Yidin bring whatever they're going to bring? Just say that they, they, they brought, that will bring whatever they're not going to, they, whatever they missed. Hey, my Yad Gasha Mashmech Chasrin, the Mashmech Pu'ula Shal HaChasara, Shechasarin Hu Be'inyin Shehayolim La'asaysay. Also the Lashen. What's the Hadgash of Mashem Chasrim? Chasrim means missing. Mechasrim is a Lashen Mifal, meaning is they are causing something to be missing. Right? To Pu'ula Shal Chasar means they're causing something to be lost. Um, right? So the meaning is it's as he says, the mashva pu'ula shal hachasar, shachasar who be'inyan shahayolim lasei that the chasar in something that they should have done, that they're the cause of this uh, of this thing being missing. It should have just used the expression whatever they don't. The nesim should have said whatever they don't bring, we'll bring, and that's actually frat. That's actually the lashon of a kasev. The pasuk keeps on using the idea of what the yidden brought. So the nesim should have said the nesim brought. So Rashi should also use that lashon of. Whatever the Yidin don't bring, we'll bring. And be vav ma pesha lilashon asiim ma alenu lasays ma lashon asiil lekan loy ma alenu lahavi kitzes. Also, what the nesim said, they said after they realized that the Yidin brought everything, they said, "What are we supposed to do? What do you mean? What are you supposed to do? You should have said, what are we supposed to bring?'" And chas, you're not doing anything. You're just bringing things to the malachas of Mishkan. You're not building anything. The Pitzal is going to build it. What are we supposed to bring? It should have been the Lashon of Rashi. Why does Rashi bring the name of the Balamaymer? Why does he say it's Rashi. We spoke many times that Rashi 
quotes the name of the Baal Maimer only when this answers a question that could have been misheard by a Tamamumulach and experienced a smart Talmud. Either this question would have come up because of the Pirshak Suvim, like there would be a question on the passing of Rashi's trying to, a regular student wouldn't get it, but a Tamamumulach would see this question in the Sukkim, therefore he brings the name. Or in the Pirish Rashi itself, there's a Shaila based on whatever he said, and by bringing the Balamimer, that would answer it. So, why over here does it bring the name Ram Nasan? Sif Dala, we're going to get to the answer. This answer is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be changing the whole way we, we read Rashi. Phenomenal. So, we will understand this by first explaining. Uh, the diuk of the order and the language of the question of the Nasa, meaning is we need to see how the question is phrased and what order it's phrased in. And then we'll see that the question is actually different than we think initially. So the question was, Ma ro And the second part of the question is, What was the reasoning of the Nisim what was the reasoning of the Nesim that they donated to the Chanukah Sanazbeach first? What is the main question of Rashi? What did the Nesim see? What, what, what was the reasoning of the Nesim to donate by the Chanukah Sanazbeach first? And then the second part is, and the, but by the Melachas Mishkin, they did not do it first. The question is not why they did not donate by the Melachas Mishkin first. Re- read it again. The question is really, what was the reasoning why the Chanukah they did it first? Again, look at it saying, what, what was the reasoning of the Nasim? What did they see by the Chanukah to do it first? So what, where are we standing right now? The Nasim are standing right by the Chanukah right before it starts happening. And the question is, and they decide to bring these Kabbalah. So Rashi is asking, what did they see? What was the reasoning that they want to bring it first now. Why are they bringing it? Why they bring these kabbanas uh, before everybody else? And what's the question? Because by the Malachas Mishkan they didn't do it first. So the question is actually the opposite of what we're thinking. We were always thinking is why by the Malachas Mishkan did they bring it last? He says no, no, no. Why they brought it last is not a question. The real question is what did they see? Right? What did they see? Again, it's, 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 this is the reasoning what's going on to the head. Maro means the reasoning that they're having. What was the reasoning why they decided by the Malachas, by the Chanukah Zezbeach to bring it first, and not by the Malachas HaMishkan? Kumuvin Gamalashen, And this idea that the question was really about the Chanukah Zezbeach, also we could see that for the answer. Lekach hisnad v'chanukah Zezbeach. What was the Ramnasen's expression, lekach, lekach is the punchline, therefore, therefore, because of the reason that we gave, therefore they brought by the Chanukah Zbeach first. The Chiddush is this that they donated first, but they, by the Chanukah Zbeach. So, Matuma B'yayser, Aleph, Chi Ezer Kushu Yesh B'kach, Shehisnad B'tchila V'chanukah Zbeach, Alei V'atai, Kach Roi L'hem B'yayser Nesi Reish Yisrael. So, of course, if this is the question, nobody ever thought this was the question of Rashi. Why not? Because of these questions the Rebbe is going to ask. He's a Tuubayyusa. First of all, what is the question that they brought by the Chanukah Zabert first? Obviously, isn't that the best way to bring Isn't This is what's proper for a Nasi Shibi Yisrael that he should bring the Chanukah Zabert Tchila. 
And basically, either I'm a kushi Allah said in the dubs, Kunukasam is bayah, be who said in the dubs and Mishkan wooden who loy how you rash, it's our lahavi kushuzu, gamp parches ain't, and again, the lachs and Mishkan, a lach rach parches nasi. Is then second of all, if the question is regarding the or the seder of the nadavist of the Chanukas on his back, then Rashi, wall, then Rashi should have brought this question only in Parshas Nasa, not in our Parsha and that Parsha. If the order of the nadavist and Mishkan makes sense, we're saying is this that they brought it last? That makes sense. The only question is why did they bring it first by the Chanukas on his back? Then Rashi should have only brought this whole idea of Reb Nassim only later on on Parshas Nasa, because that's where the question comes up. While over here where it's last, and for whatever reason that makes sense, he shouldn't have said anything. So those are two very strong questions if we look at Rashi very literal. Rabir Bezeh, the explanation is that this is the given. I mean, that, how goof is really the answer? Meaning, he says, this is actually the reason why Rashi brings Ramnasan. Our question is, if there's no problem, if, there, if it was the right thing for them to bring at the end, why ask the question over here? So the answer is, because we're trying to tell you they did the right thing. How are we going to know that they did the right thing? By bringing this question, means by bringing the question of Nasan. And the question is, why over there did they do it first? That shows if the question is only there why they did it first, that means over here they did the right thing. So the meaning is, you could have had a thought process. That this, that the Nassim brought it last was the wrong thing for them to do. Therefore, Rashi brings this question of Nasan. Or Nasan only asks regarding why they brought by the Chanukah Samizbech first. So this that he asks only regarding the why they brought it first, that shows that this that they brought by, the Nedomus HaMishkan last, that was the proper thing to do. On the contrary, what is the question? The question is why they bring over their Tchila. So this is a very strong proof what they did over here for, uh, with this that they brought it last was right. Another way of saying this. It's Maimur Amr Abnas and Maro Nusim Kusha because of Parshas Nasai, Alekatir Tubir, because of the Dan. Another way of saying this is that this Maim of Reb Nassim, Maro Nasim, Rashi does not bring this as a question, like he, like he does in Parshas Nasai. Parshas Nasai, Reb Nassim is a question. But in our Parsha, is actually an explanation. He's explaining in our Parsha, means when the Nasim brought it last, he brings this Reb Nassim to explain that this was the right thing to do. So it's not a question, it's actually just saying, you know, we don't know, was this a good thing, a bad thing? So he brings Reb Nassim to explain this was the good thing. So the question, of course, is why? Why is that a good thing? Hey, so why was it proper for the Nassim to bring the Nadava last? So Rashi explains why. Because the Nassim said, whatever the Tzibur is going to bring, They'll bring, and this what they're lacking, we will complete it. He says, The Tafkid Shamnasihi, who Lachal Raish Lishtadl Shvenesol Yasu Yasu Hamuta Alehem, Rakla Achaz the Lachshav Al Atzmim Yanyanyo. He says, The Tafkid of Nasi is the Chol Raish, the first thing is to make sure the Yidin do what they're supposed to do. A job of a Nasi is not just to take care of himself, but to make sure that his flock, the people, are doing the right thing. And only once they've done the right thing, then he starts thinking about himself. Says a Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain to the to the people. This is in Parshas Yisroi uh, during the preparations for the um, 
Matan Tayyarat. It says, Moshe Rabbeinu came down to the people. So Rashi explains, He says, This teaches us that Moshe didn't first go to his own affairs. Rather, right from, he came down from the mountain, he went straight to the people. So, what the Pshita, what's the Pasik trying to teach us? It's obvious that Moshe first did the Shlichus of Hashem to give over a message to Bnei Yisrael, and, and he wouldn't have gone to his own affairs first. What's the Chiddush that is teaching us that Moshe first didn't do his own things before he gave over the Shlichus of Hashem? Of course, if Hashem gives you Shlichus, of course you're going to do that first. What's the Chiddush? The Kiddush is not just that he didn't go to his own physical affairs, but even, um, even, even his own affairs in regards to this Shlichus. And this thing itself, meaning is he also need to prepare for Matan Torah, especially Kailu Bafrati says that Moshe Kipotarim Sinai, meaning is Moshe Rabbein himself had um, things that he needed to do uh, to prepare for Matan Torah. But he, before he did his own preparations, he first went to the Bnei Yisrael and told them there. So whatever his own preparations were, that should have been equal to the preparations that the Bnei Yisrael needed to do. So Kamash Malam, that first he went to the preparation, he told the people what they needed to do, and only afterwards did he go and do his own preparation. He says, nonetheless, his Seder and Haga was not to prepare himself for Matan Torah, but rather, since he was B'nai Yisrael, to make sure the B'nai Yisrael were ready, to give over the shlichus of the Hashem to B'nai Yisrael to make sure, and to make sure, and to make sure that they actually fulfilled the shlichus. And only afterwards to... Um, think about his own prep- his own asakas, his own spiritual affairs between him and Hashem, including the preparations that he himself was obligated to make for Matan Torah. He says, all same thing in our situation. The first job of the Nasim was to make sure that B'nai Yisrael gave according to their capabilities. Whatever they're going to be missing, we will complete it. It doesn't say what, what they don't bring, we're going to bring. He says, because their job was, as the Nassim, to make sure the Eden brought whatever they can bring. So it can't say what they don't bring, because when you say they don't, whatever they don't bring will bring, the implication is that they have it. And they don't want to bring it, so we'll do it instead of that. No, no, no. If they had it, the, the, the Nassim would have made sure that they brought it, because that's their job. If they, they didn't have the capabilities, they have the kaychas to do it, then my job is to make sure you do the job, not that I'm just going to do it instead of you. Therefore, it didn't make sense that whatever they don't bring, they will bring it. That's what we're, we're trying to make sure that they will bring it. As 
Rather, what was the situation? The situation is, what were they thinking? Meaning, we'll make sure the Yidim will bring, they talk, we'll make sure the Yidim bring everything that they're able to bring. And whatever they're missing, meaning is that they're unable to bring, that they're lacking it, it's chaser. Meaning is because of their acts, therefore they are lacking certain materials that are needed. So these things that they can't bring because they possibly don't have it, will bring it. So why does it say in a, in a, in a, in a Lushen, uh, Mifal that they that their pu'ula caused them to lack? The bevanda had called the makaydim, bezim to tzrayim, bezim sayam, because for sure they had everything from earlier, from the biza, from the spoils of mitzrayim and and the yamsuf. Kavisha hevi Rashi liyos. Rashi already brought this earlier. So v'haya l'hamaratzim and divas aleiv l'habizais. So la'yuch l'mach shukar shtam shubekach. Meaning is they for sure had everything they needed because because of the Biza Sayyam Mitzrayim, as Rashi explained how much already earlier, how much they were able to take, they for sure had all the Nyanan that were needed. And they were happy to give it. But because they might have already used it for something else, for example, a Sarchi Mitzvah, especially a Mitzvah, which the, the Zman is Groma, need to be done at a certain time. And also Iveris, that if you don't do it at that time, it's going to, you're going to lose that opportunity. Therefore, they already used these, some of these materials and they don't have it anymore. So in those situations, then we will be Mashlant. According to this, we could also explain the Lashon of Rashi, uh, that Rashi says that once, the Nassim said that once the Yidim will complete, uh, he said that once they saw, the Nassim saw that the Tzibur was mashal everything, the Nassim said, He says, what are we going to do? So what Karachi knows, what are we going to do? What are we going to bring? Nothing for you to do. The Yidim brought everything they needed to bring. And the question should be, what should we bring now? He says, that wasn't the question what they should bring. The Kavanah was not only what should we bring for the Nadova Samishkan, because if it was just that, then Taka would have used the Lashon Lavi. But they had another Alibi uh, Iker, they had a more important, the main question that they were asking was the Tafkin their job as a Nasi. What are we supposed to do next as their job as a Nasi? Since the Eden brought everything, they brought everything they're able to. So the question is, meaning is, he says, what are we supposed to do as a Nasi? They already finished, but in this Indian of uh, bringing whatever they can for the Mishkan, the Eden did everything that they were able to do. So now what's our job as a Nasi? Meaning, as Papashis, it looks like our job as a Nasi, as regards to this particular Indian, is complete. So since that job was complete, So since Ma'alei Nulasis was complete, there was nothing for them to do as a Nasi. So then they started thinking about, okay, as an individual, our job as a Nasi is done. So then what should our Hishtatvus be in the Davos Mishkan? And then they brought the Avnei Shayam, etc., etc. And... Um, so we'll see. So according to what we're saying right now, they did the right thing. So why does Rashi call them lazy? That we will see in a moment. Sif Vav. So even though this was the proper Hanhaga, the proper conduct for Anasi, there was a Hasarn in their own Avaida. 
And from this, the Nesim understood that this that they delayed in bringing their own Nidava to the end was not the proper thing to do. Uh, they realized uh, that what they did wasn't completely right, and therefore they realized there was a mixing, like part of what they, like they had good kavanas, but they realized it wasn't 100% pure. There was also an aspect that they were lazy. And in order to finish that or fix that, therefore by the Chanukas of they brought it first. Right? So how did they understand um, that they did it wrong? He says, What was the, what was the essential chasarin? Uh, uh, the chasarn was, Rashi explains it, that the tzibur was mashlun everything. Meaning that the tzibur brought everything that was needed for the malachas and mishkan. It was even maspik. So the Nidavas HaMish, the Nesim, even the Avni Shem and all those things that they brought Bapayal, it wasn't needed. As we will explain in the next sif, why it wasn't needed. But the point is, everything was already completed what they needed for the Mishkan. So then the Nesim realized that as an individual, we're not going to be able to do anything. We're not able to be part of the Mishkan. And they realized that an individual not able to give anything to the Mishkan, they realized they, 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 that Papasha, since they didn't have that schos to bring something, they realized, wait a second, if we did everything 100% right, we would have had the supposed to, Hashem would have left something over for us. But this that we, you know, we gave over as a Nasi everything to let the Yidin do everything, and there's nothing left for us, uh, Hashem doesn't leave anything for us, it must have been that we did something wrong. Since then it seemed they, did every, they saw that the Tzibur did everything they needed to do, and their own Nadavar wasn't something which was necessary. Meaning is they don't have an equal portion uh, in the hechrachias, meaning is in the in, in, in things which are necessary, necessities of the nedavas mishkan. Meaning is what they brought was not necessity, as we're going to explain in Sivzayin. So they brought things. Taka, they did bring things, and they had a chelik, but it wasn't a chelik shavu because what the yidden brought was was essential. Mashiachim, what they brought was not essential. Like they could have done it without their gifts. So from this they understood that their Nahaga was wrong. And, and there must have been an Indian of Atsis which was mixed in. Um, therefore, we had an issue. And how do we know that? So, Ha'ara uh, 25. I'm not going to read it to Long Ha'ara, but part of Ha'ara 25 tells us that we find a similar idea by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu built, um, didn't build the Mishkan, right? Who built the Mishkan? It was with Tzalel and Eliyav and all the Chachmei Lev. But Papayo, when it came time to building it, nobody was able to lift the pillars. Only Moshe Rabbeinu was doing it. So Moshe Rabbeinu didn't, uh, you know, he was, his main job, he was leading them and t- teaching them how to do it, communicating with Hashem and, and the Chachmei Lev, v'chulu v'chulu. But Poyo, when it came down to actually building the Mishkan, Hashem left something that only Moshe Rabbeinu could do. And that was picking it up. He was the only one who was able to pick up the pillars. So we see this idea that since Moshe Rabbeinu obviously was 100% Lishma, therefore Hashem wanted to have a shtafas in this big mitzvah of building the Mishkan. So who would it over here? If the Nesim would have been 100% 
do the proper thing, they wouldn't have uh, missed out on this great tzchos of building the Mishkan, um, which uh, with everybody else, as 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 the Rebbe brings of the R, that the idea of it was to be, to cause the Shechina to come down to us and to show that we were mechaper on the uh, uh, on the Chayta Egel. So uh, and, and that's even Pshuta Shem Mikra at such a great tzchos. And he says, especially according to Allah, that it's mamish like a mitzvah for every single person, nash and nash from the top, everybody to give something to building the base of Mikdash, and they bepeil gave something which wasn't necessary. It wasn't a hechrechius, so for sure, according to Allah, it was, it, was, it was definitely a very big chasar that they have, so they realized they must have done uh, something wrong. But the question is, why was their nadavah something which wasn't necessary? Don't they need the Avni Shem and all these inyanim? Zayin hazbar bazeh. V'shashu b'nei Yisrael, nidvu kasavik, azav b'kasavik gamer, shashimshu l'sar chasiyas kliya mishkan big daykuna, inibar oisim sh'em rishusim kol yudgim hadvarim, ki loy hoyu b'yadam avnei shoyam avnei mulim chlu, huisifu, Beautiful answer. He says, when the Nei Yisrael gave over the gold and the silver, etc., everything that would be needed for the Kliya Mishkin and the Big Day Kuna, when they saw they didn't have all 13 items, because they clearly did not have the Avni Shoyam, they didn't have the Lem what did they do? They gave extra money. They gave extra gold and silver. Like as it says in the Pasuk, they Heshlimu called they Mashlim everything. Our question was, it seems like a steer. Did the Bnei Yisrael give everything? Or did they not give everything? So it says they did. They gave everything. How did they give everything? Because they gave enough gold and silver that with the gold and silver, the extra gold and silver that they gave, they could have bought these stones. Whatever they were missing, they could have bought it. So they did give everything. They gave the Shava Kesef. They gave the money that they could use to buy the stones. So even if the Nassim didn't have the stones, the Bnei Yisrael could have bought the stones from somewhere else with the extra gold and silver that they had. So So this is Pshat that it says that Tzibur finished everything and the Malacha was finished. That they, even the Chalik of the 13 Inyanim, which was not in there, the materials that were not in there were Shus, Vinay Yisrael donated it through giving extra silver v'chulu. And um, until they gave even the full price of how much the Avni Shem, the Avni etc., all those other things would have cost, they gave it all. Therefore, the Nesim felt that their Heshtatvus is not equal to everybody else. What the Bnei Yisrael gave was essential for the building of the Mishkan. But what the Nesim gave, their Nadava was not a Hechrach, because the silver, etc., which was given to buy the Avni Shem, was already given. Their shtatvus was this, that they bepoiled, they're the ones that brought the Avnei Shoyim, and they saved the tircha of going to actually have to buy it. That was their thing, but it wasn't essential, they could have gotten it without them. So now we can go back to Rashi. He says, since we're saying, Rashi is explaining to us, that what is the proper Anaga, this that the Nisim gave it last, that Taka was the right thing. This that the Nisim gave it right, it gave it last, actually was the right thing. So the Pusik's calling it out that they gave it last, that was what they were supposed to, in a sense, that was what they are supposed to do as a Nasi. 
Uh, the problem was that they had a certain aspect of atzlus there, um, but the essential idea that they were involved with the Bnei Yisrael, and usually that they should have given it last, that is the usual and the correct and how to make sure everybody is doing the correct thing, and then you take care of yourself. So therefore, Rashi is not asking about why they gave it last. The, the thought process makes sense. They're the Nasi. Rather, what's the question is, why by the Chanukah's Mizbech did they give it first? That's the Hapech of the Seder and Hagash Nasi. The Nasi is supposed to give it uh, either at the same time or at the, or at the end. But to bring it before, that's for sure not right. So as we're going to show, by the Chanukah's, by the Nedavah Samishkin, the Rebbe is going to explain that they should have done it at the same time and we'll explain why. But they should have done it from the same time, or they should have done it last. Why are you doing it before everybody else? That's for sure not done, Hagavanasi. True, that by the Melech Samishkan, their conduct was not the highest way. But we can't say that the Tikkun is that afterwards they conduct themselves not like a Nasi. So they didn't act in the meaning is what they did was right, but it wasn't as we're, uh, right as we're going to explain why. But they did the right thing, but wasn't it wasn't wasn't the best way. But to go first, that's for sure wrong. So So we must say that since they knew that by the davas mishkan, it was mixed in with them a certain. Tnua, a certain uh, uh, of, uh, feeling of, uh, of, of laziness, they understood that they needed to act differently by the Davos Mishkan. Meaning is, even though their Tanhaga, generally speaking, was proper, but in this particular situation, it was not Kidboy, uh, it was not the proper way. So generally, fine, it was good, and this is how generally you are supposed to act. But in the Megit, the Chanukas Mezbeach, and the, in the Davos Mishkan, this conduct was not, as we said earlier, but even Hayyisernaila. Why not? Um, but anyways, okay, let's read it and then we'll say. Hasbarbaza. Through the Nidavas Mishkan, it affected a very uh, uh, general, a very important Indian by the Yidin, which is connected to all Yidin. It says, which is a Raishnaskapalanu Oven Hegel, that the Shams Shina will dwell with Mangas. And that's a proof that the uh, the oven ha'egel was was neskaper. Therefore, in addition to this, that every single year needs to have a chelik in the davas mishkan. Why? Because they need to have a kapara for the oven ha'egel. Right? Every single year, first of all, every single year wants to have the shchina shari on them, and also he needs to have the idea of. Uh, the main idea the Rebbe is for emphasizing over here is to, uh, that, that there is a kapara for the oven ha'egel. So every yid needs that. Uh, as as and we mentioned before, this is also how the Alpipshut HaShemikra, the Nassim, realized they did something wrong because they also need a kapara for the chet ha'egel and their kapara wouldn't have been as uh, complete as all the other yidin. But because of this idea that Shamishkan Yukon Behakim of Shai, since it was so important in the chapra of ha'egel, then they need to have the Mishkan built and set up as soon as possible. So he says, true, the talk of a Nasi or of an Eidah or a Shevet is to make sure that the Eden do what's, um, what, what, what they're obligated to do. So 
But with that, they need to make sure that the Mishkan also happened in a way of Zrizos, that everything that was needed for the Mlechus Mishkan should be completed and much fast, as, fast, as fast as it can be. So basically, the Rebbe is adding a very important Nakuda. Right? So we're saying, generally speaking, Anasi always, you know, for a regular mitzvah, Anasi, like for example, preparing for Matan Torah, the Nasi first should make sure the Bnei Yisrael are ready, and then he does his own preparations. Right? So it's afterwards, it is at the end. But over here, there was a special situation. Because over here, it wasn't just about making sure the Bnei Yisrael were involved, that was one aspect, but there was a second aspect over here, that it should be done as soon as, po- as, soon as possible. Meaning it was important that the Mishkan Mitzad itself was completed as soon as possible. So in Hachinami, Mitzad, the point number one, that the Yidin will be involved and they'll get a kapar for Chet Eagle. They did the right thing. But Mitzad, the second aspect, that the Mishkan, Mitzad, the Mishkan has to be completed as soon as possible because that will finish that kapara, that they did the wrong thing is because they didn't do it in the most the most, the fastest way possible. Meaning is, in a regular situation, they should put all their koichas making just B'nai Yisrael doing it first. But in this thing, they had to take both considerations. They had to, on one hand, make sure the Eden did it, uh, did it properly. On the other hand, they also need to make sure that it was done as soon as possible. The Zerizus that this project was completed. So you had to sacrifice, I guess, in a certain way, how much ishtatfus they would have been giving to the B'nai Yisrael to make sure they did it, you need to sacrifice on that to make sure also it was done as soon as possible. So in a regular situation, you know, you should do it last, it could take longer. But in this situation, you couldn't sacrifice how long it's going to take. That was also just as essential. So they should have been helping the Eden at the same time, they needed to also make sure that this is going to be done and complete in the most efficient and quickest way. <laughs> Uh, therefore, this Seder and Haga, to wait uh, a certain amount of time to the Tzibur will give whatever they're going to give. And whatever they're missing, we will be mashlim. That was not proper uh, for what they're doing. So Rashi, as we said, brings this lengthy thing to show you what their thought process is, to explain why they did the right thing in a general sense. But at the end of the day, that was not proper, as Rashi says at the end, that wasn't proper in this particular situation. itself was a nidrash that at that same time that they were demanding the Bnei to bring their nidavas, they have to be matam and bring their own nidavas to make sure the Mishkan was built as soon as possible. Uh, so therefore, when we're saying that they had an end of atzlus, that they postponed it, that there was an idea of, uh, of laziness, really what we're trying to say is, not that they, it was laziness in this particular, maybe the, the, to get a better translation for that word, and, and I guess the word would be they had the opposite of alacrity. Meaning is they have the obligation to make it happen faster, and they didn't make it happen faster. So the, when we say atzlus over here, we don't mean lazy in the sense is that they didn't want to do it, but we mean is there's an idea of making things happen quickly, and then there's not making sure things happen quickly. And they basically didn't make sure it happened to the same speed that was supposed to happen in this particular situation. Therefore, Atzlus, they had a certain amount of laxness. They didn't push the project. Uh, so Atzlus over in the sense is they didn't push the project to make sure it was done faster uh, in a more efficient way. That was the Atzlus that they had. 
Therefore, when it came to the Chanukah of Simzbeach, this is also an Indian Klali, that it's a Siyaz Negeat, the Klali Yisrael, therefore they donated it, uh, they, they donated first. Uh, because, I guess it was not so clear why they couldn't have done it at the same time as B'nai Yisrael, but I guess it had to, over here they need to have that, that certain amount of kapara because they were missing something. So I'm, I'm assuming over here is that in addition, meaning is even by the Chanukah's Mizbeach, which is connected to the idea of the Davos and Mishkan, where Hashem wants the Mishkan, the Hashuas, the Shkina, the Kapar, to happen as soon as possible, they have to be at least at the very same time the Bnei Yisrael are doing it. They need to prepare Bnei Yisrael, at the same time they got to do it right away. So that's, I, I guess, what they do. In addition to the idea of Kapar, the truth is, there is Nassim, they were quick. They were probably at the same time pushing the Bnei Yisrael to do it, but they didn't wait for the Bnei Yisrael to actually bring the Kabbalahs. Probably what happened is, as they were pushing the Bnei Yisrael, you got to get your Kabbalahs to do Chumkansmizbeach, they went and brought their own Kabbalahs, and they were the first ones to bring it. Even with their pushing, they were uh, you know, faster than everybody else. And as the Rebbe points out in R30, if you remember from that parish in Parshas Nashe, that initially Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to accept their uh, Kabbalahs until Hashem told them that he should take them. So according to this, the question is, why didn't he want to take it? So according to this, is understood. It's because his thought process was they're Nisim. Nisim are not supposed to bring things first. They're supposed to bring it like last. After everybody else brought the Chanukah, they should bring it. Uh, and Moshe Rabbeinu, and, and therefore, anyways, the point is, but the Nisim realized that they did something wrong. Therefore, they brought it uh, first in that particular situation. And that's why Hashem told Moshe, no, they're, they're doing the right thing. The Chanukah Samazbech is part of the Nadav Samishkan. It's all, Moshe Rabbeinu, might have realized that might, the Rebbe is trying to say that maybe Moshe Rabbeinu made a chiluk between the Davos and Mishkan and the Chanukahs of Zbech. That Moshe felt in Davos and Mishkan, you're right, they did the wrong thing, they should have brought it as fast as possible. But the Chanukahs of Zbech is not really the same as donating, it's bringing carbonus, it's a different aspect. So Hashem tells him, no, 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 it's all part of the same thing of causing this Ashras Hashkina, and they should bring it as, 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 as soon as possible for this Indian of Zerizus. So that answers that, uh, um, those questions so far. But a sharp Talmud might ask, if you talk on Lamesh, you saw him, Bishnat Pushan Shamasim, and Kalai Shrap, and Davis and Mishkan, and they should have lost him, Lahis, the Dabra Mukha, Knossi, how could we say that there was a Hassarn in the Shtatvis of the Nisim with the other Eden because their Nadava wasn't essential? How can you consider this that they were missing something? They're the ones that made the Yidin bring it. So A, they did have an essential, meaning is if they didn't make the Yidin bring it, they might not have bring it, brought everything that they needed to bring. So Papayo, if it wasn't for them, the Mishkan would have been missing things, would have been missing essential things. So A, they would have been missing essential items. So the Mitzim should get this close that they made sure those essential items were being there because they're the ones that pushed the Yidin to do it. And second of all, they also made the Yidin do it bizrizus. So even this idea of, oh, like, you know, they didn't do it with alacrity. They did do it with alacrity because this, that they pushed the Yidin to do with alacrity, that's considered as if they had that alacrity. So why are we considering it like a chasar? This is Rashi's trying to hint by quoting the name of the Balamimer of Rabnasan. One of the most famous demon that Rabnasan established, instituted, 
and it's even called by his name, is what's called the Shibudud Rab Nasan. The situation is like this. Reuven owes money to Shimon, and Shimon owes money to Levi. So the rule is, you take the money from Reuven, and you give it directly to Levi. You cut out Shimon. So Reuven pays directly Levi. So he says, the Chiddush of this din is that even though the Shaykhus and the obligation of Reuven to Levi comes because of Shimon, but once this Shaykhus, this connection is affected and there is a Shibut, a, a, a direct Shibut between Reuven and Levi, it's as if the Yad Shimon is not even in the middle anymore. It's like Shimon has no more part in it. Since Reuven owes Shimon and Shimon lays Levi, Reuven can go directly to Levi and start uh, making litigations against him, and he doesn't even need Shimon uh, to show up. So, so we see is that just making a connection doesn't necessarily uh, doesn't make you essential. Basically, like you don't need to be there. Once the the thing's there, you're needed to make the connection. Once the connection is made. Uh, the, 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 everything can go on without you. You're like a momentary connection. Similarly, in our situation, even though the Shaykh's B'nai Yisrael and Zavatim Nishkan was caused through the Nisim, and the Nisim making them do it quickly. Uh, but once they listened and they brought it, so then it's like the same situation. The Menadvin, the, 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 the donors gave directly to Hashem, and the connection that they Nisim have uh, is, is done, is finished. So the Yidim would have a direct connection to Hashem, and it's like the Chilik and the Nisim would not be there anymore. So even though they were the ones that affected it, but once that connection is made, and the, the, the Bnei Yisrael decided to give it, now it's their obligation. So they, they connected B'nai Yisrael and Hashem and they got them to give it, but now it's their obligation, now it's their schos, basically, to give it. And um, the Nesim, in, in a sense, at that point, don't even have a chalik in it anymore. So that was why the why Rebbe Nasan. So even though usually we think, and it's a true point, that usually when you get someone else to do a mitzvah, you're, you get a chalik in that mitzvah. But in this situation, we're bringing the Rebbe Nasan. Rebbe Nasan shows that in... Monetary obligations, um, it doesn't work that way. That once the uh, monetary obligation is connected between person one and person three, then person number two does not have any connection to that actual money anymore, and therefore he would not have uh, any schusana. So now, according to this, we can even say, Another Kiddush. We say even more than this. Initially, we thought that Nisim, we're thinking we're Nisim, our job is to make sure the Bnei Yisrael give it. And um, it's not so important if we actually give it, uh, we'll give it last. Like it's, it's, it's the main thing is that the Bnei Yisrael are going to give it first, and whatever's left over, and only at that point. Uh, will will we do what we need to do? But now we're going to say even more than that. Their salka was 
that it's not just that we'll do it afterwards. That we'll, our first job is to make sure they eat and do it. Their thinking is this that we make the Bnei Yisrael bring it, that itself is our shtatvos. That itself is what, what our obligation is. It's not just that they do it first and we'll do it after them. No, our obligation itself is only to make sure that they actually bring it. So according to this, it says, the Tziba will bring what they're going to bring. Whatever they're lacking, we will be mashma. This idea of what they're lacking, we'll bring it, it's, it's, it's mashma that they weren't so clear that they would actually have to bring something. And therefore they use the expression, we will complete it, not that we will bring. What does that mean? Because their thought process, I'm sorry, their thought process was that they don't even need a brink. That's not their job. Their job is just to make sure that the Yidin are bringing. So what they're saying is, why should we bring though? If our whole job is to make sure we start bringing, so they're saying is, we'll make sure we do our main job, which that is to get the Bnei Yisrael to bring and to give everything they need to bring. And then we get our, our own ishtatvus by making them bring. So it's like we gave ourselves. But whatever's missing, we're going to be mashing. The meaning is the Mishkan, the pile has to be built. So if there's something which is lacking the Mishkan, then you know, the mitzvah is not going to be finished, so we will be mashlimim oisai. So the, the, the dik is on the word oisai, meaning is we're not going to be mashlim b'nei Yisrael. No, we're going to be mashlim the Mishkan. Meaning is our obligation to bring is already fulfilled. We're done. The Yidin brought, we're part of that bringing. So we fulfilled our obligation of actually bringing. Um, but uh, regarding, but there's an idea that the Mishkan itself has to be completed. So we will bring whatever is going to be missing so the Mishkan should be completed. Not as a chiv on the gavr, but more as a chiv on the, on the chafsa that the malachas, the Mishkan, should be finished. But when they saw Dabr Pala that the Tzibur finished everything, that their Pula was finished in a complete way through the Tzibur, then they felt that their Hashtatvas uh, that, 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 that it cannot be considered as their own hishtatfus at, at that point of time. So, so what, what is the Rebbe adding over here? So they're thinking that it could work, but only once they finished everything, then they, and it was b'shlemus, then they had this hargasha that maybe something wasn't, uh, something wasn't perfect over here. So I think maybe what the Rebbe is adding, like what happened, like why did their thought process change after everything was brought? Um, so I brought earlier, and maybe I brought it too early, but initially, I think part of the, what why Nassim felt bad is that they didn't br- they felt that they would bring something at the end. Whatever the Bnei Yisrael are missing, you know, our obligation is first to make sure the Bnei Yisrael brought, and if they don't bring it, you know, we'll, uh, you know, and, and whatever they don't bring, we'll finish it. And but they assume there'll be something they need to bring. They'll make sure the Eden will bring everything they can, and whatever it's lacking, we'll bring it. But now they're saying is we actually are part, whatever they brought, we're getting a chilek in that. But I think is what the Rebbe also brought earlier about Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Um, look at R34, he says, that by Moshe Rabbeinu, even though all the commands of the giving and the malach of the Mishkan was through him, until the making of the Mishkan was called Mishkan Moshe, was the Siyas by Moshe, as if he did it. Nonetheless, Hashem left him do the picking it up. 
because Moshe wasn't able to do any Malachas of Mishkan. So I think they saw that after everything was so done and they, Hashem didn't leave anything for them, I think also they kind of realized that maybe we didn't do uh, the correct thing. It was done by Shlemus. It was like so perfect. It was like, uh, you know, that they, Mamish, Hashem didn't need them. Like it was so perfect what they did that. Like Hashem literally, we don't need, Hashem's like telling them, I, I don't need you. It's Mamish perfect without you. Like you're literally redundant. That got the feeling that maybe we did something wrong, especially when they saw Moshe Rabbeinu, who was in a similar position, he was also a Nasi, Hashem did leave something for him. So maybe by looking at Moshe Rabbeinu, it's actually interesting, because Moshe Rabbeinu would have finished building the Mishkan on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Right, during the eight days in Lum, he built it. The last time he built it was Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So they probably realized Rosh Chodesh, and only in the Chanukah HaMezbeach started Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So they see everything being finished. They see that it's Moshe Rabbeinu, no one can pick it up. Moshe Rabbeinu is the only one that can pick it up. And once they see that, oh my gosh, Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem left that for him, they probably started thinking, why was nothing left for us? Therefore, Rosh Chodesh Nusen comes, boom. They were the first ones to come and bring the Chanukah Smizbeach because they realized they, did, they, they should have been faster. Now we can understand also the end of Lashon Rashi. It's because they were lax uh, at the beginning, therefore they're missing a letter Yud in their name. What's the connection of, of, of Atzlus to the missing of a Yud? So also I want to remind everyone that this that the Nesim are mentioned last doesn't tell us that they did something wrong. Because as the Rebbe explained, this that they're mentioned last makes sense because the Nesim are always supposed to be mentioned last because they do the Avoida at the end. The way how we know that they did something wrong is actually because the Yud is missing in their name. If the Yud would have been there then everything would have been fine. But once we missing the Yud, then we realize why is the Yud missing in their name? It must have been that they did something wrong, and then we figure out, oh, this that they were last wasn't a good thing, was actually a bad thing in this particular situation because they were lacking in this rizos, um, you know, as we just explained in this, in this Sicha. Anyways, but what's the idea? Of, why is a Yud symbolize this idea of Atlas? Um, he says the lack of uh, the ois yud that shows on bitl because yud is the idea of bitl you know yud is chachma right? yud is the first letter of Hashem's name yud kevavke so lacking the yud shows that there was a lack of bitl so so this that they didn't have a yud is not an outcome they were punished right? because you were lazy or you were atzlus therefore you're losing the yud no it's the other way around it's the Pasuk's telling us because they were Nasim without a Yud, since they didn't have the Bittl, therefore they, they had this Indian of Atzlus, they made a mistake. Meaning is how uh, was it revealed their Chasarim? And, 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 and that, uh, until they were called the Indian of Nasim without the Yud, meaning how was that this, this Chasarim revealed? It was revealed because of the atzlus that they showed, but they expressed. So the atzlus is actually a cause, is, is the effect. So beautiful little lesson of yours. The Rebbe says like this, he says, since there was missing by them the ultimate level of bitl, they felt and it was recognized by them that they were the Nassim, they were the leaders. Therefore, there he felt that the Nadavas of the Bnei Yisrael, the Bnei Yisrael are giving, is because of me. I'm the Nasi. I'm getting them to do this. It's really all me. I got them to do that. This is all really my project. Yeah, I didn't give any money to it. Big deal. I got 
all the people involved. I'm really the main, you know, I'm the boss, I'm the manager, I'm the main guy over here. Because of that, uh, and therefore they also felt, we're, you know, we're the top guys, we'll also finish whatever they can't do, we'll make sure the project gets done. Right? That's what it's saying. Whatever they can't do, whatever, after they, we really have really, you know, we got everybody to give everything. That's really us. And whatever they can't do, we'll finish it off because this is really our project. We're the Nisim. Because of this hergish and nesias of this being uplifted and higher than everyone else, this caused them to have this laxity. That their shtatvus in the Midian was not the same as every, all the other Yidin. Because they felt in their scene, they're like, we're not going to give at the same time. We have to make sure everyone else is doing what they need to do. And then only afterwards, uh, we'll, we'll do our part. Or as the Rebbe says, even more than that, they felt that this that the Bnei Yisrael are giving is really us giving. Until the point was that the Kamas Mishkan and the Shras Shechina was able to be without them. And once they realized that, wait a second, we didn't actually give anything that's necessary with our own Mamainam, they, 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 they saw the loss that they had. Like all other inyanim of Tayyar, this is also a lesson for every Yid. Every Yid has an idea of leadership which is in him. First of all, on himself, his own, his own small city, your body, your 248 limbs, the 365 sinews. In a more general sense, every person is a leader, he needs to be Mashpia in his environment. The lesson is that if that if you're rotness, that you if you want that you don't want to be chassid, that nothing is lacking your own avoda to Hashem, and that your mishkan should be kedubai, meaning that Hashem is shayra on you properly, then it needs to be uh, recognizable in your leadership. The yud, the tachas bittel, means even when you're a leader, it has to be recognizable. The bittel that it's not about you, that it's all about Hashem. Similar to a king, that the lock is that when a king bends by shmoneh esrei, he doesn't straighten up; he stays bent the whole way, because he a king needs a greater bittel than everybody else. Right, since he's the ruler over everybody, the king needs to show the greatest amount of bittel. That basically, that he's just doing Hashem's rats. And similarly, when you're being a Nasi and affecting other, yourself and other Yidin, you need to show an amount of bitl that it's not about me, it's about what Hashem wants. So, also she atzlai ahergish hubekayach atzmahinem ashpia ba Nasi vishkala kashrin shalazilis kashbarku rakaidis loy. He needs to, it's also for him to feel that he, with his own koyach, he's the mashpia, he's the leader. And the connection of another yid to Hashem is all thanks to him. I made this connection. That connection that this person has to Hashem, this that he did a mitzvah, that's really, that's really all me. That's not the way you're supposed to feel. You're supposed to realize that you're basically just the shliach, yeah, that Hashem wants you to connect this individual. That connection that that yid has to Hashem is a direct connection. That, that person's connection. You just have the source of connecting the Hashem and the yid together. But that connection is not something that you created. So that gives us also, standing on previous hand, this also helps us understand more what we are saying earlier about the Mishkan. Even if you're able to get, just like when a Yid does a mitzvah and you affect him, you got him to do it, that mitzvah papayal is still that Yid. You might have a chalik in that mitzvah, you might have a certain tzachar connection to it, but papayal, that's the connection that that Yid has with Hashem. And that's something that you just facilitated, but it's not yours. So same thing by 
uh, giving something to the Mishkan. If a Yid gives because you convinced him to give something to the Mishkan, that giving is really that Yid. That's his connection to Hashem. That's his money that he gave to the Mishkan. But when a person has his ashba and his asiyas is with bitl, the person is zeichah, then he doesn't mistake to think that he's yoytzi his chiv through this and he gets this friend to do the right thing. I got my friend to learn, I got my friend to learn chassidus or whatever. Therefore, that's good enough. I don't need to do it myself. Whatever you convince other people to do, you've still got to do it yourself. That rather he's Moisif in his own Avaidah. Shkida, his learning of Tayrev, Kimitz's Behidr, with much more strength and energy. Through this, what's the Indian Mashiach? The Maila Mashiach is that he's the Yud. This is the Indian of Yechida, the essence of the Yud. The, the, the essence of the Yud, especially the essence of Yud is really. The, the Yechidah, this connection, this oneness that we have with Hashem, which Mashiach will reveal and should become very quickly in our days.